baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. It is Friday. All right. I don't know. I'm in a good mood today. Is it because Dan Cook and I are heading off on our annual week-long vacation together? Oh, it's just like a scene out of a buddy movie. Today, when I sent out my email newsletter, which, by the way, you can sign up for at jasonderussia.com. So I sent out this free email newsletter and someone today responded and said, you know, it would be cool if you like shared pictures of like just different people you kind of ran into during the week, people you saw out and about and maybe did like a feature like who is Dan Cook? <laughs> yes. People are dying to learn more about you, Dan Cook. How about that? I, I'm not sure you can extrapolate from one person's suggestion to people. Many people are saying, look, I if one person says something nice to me on social media, I will tell my wife, you know, a lot of people were saying I look good today. So if one person says, I'd like to learn more about Dan Cook, that's going to be everybody's telling me. Okay. Uh <laughs> <laughs> maybe when maybe that can be the feature. Well, I don't know. Next week in Fort Myers, I suspect there make no offense, but there may be some other characters, some more interesting people to talk well, to. Than me. Yeah. I don't want to no, say. Okay, that. I'll say it. Just I'll because you're it. a professional athlete doesn't mean you're more interesting. Let's I not. Mean it's... We have met plenty of professional athletes who are extraordinarily uninteresting. Right? Just because you're very good at something doesn't make you an interesting person. Mm, chew on that. Chew on that. I mean, many people think I'm an interesting person, and I find that perplexing. I don't think I'm that interesting at all. I have interesting things to say sometimes. I don't know. You're not even sure if you want to agree with that. That's fine. Sitting there chewing. So rude. Let's play our game. What do you say? It's time for Minnesota's fastest-growing afternoon card-related game show. It's Card D-Sharks. We got a brand new, brand new topical poem from our friend Kristen Olson. Hope springs eternal this cold snow week. Snowy week. Oh, I messed it up. She sent like a correction. She did. Hope springs eternal this cold snowy week with spring training here to give us a sneak peek. But play you can now if a phone call you make. Choose your answers with care and the victory you'll take on Cardi Sharks. Whew. All right, two contestants. Thank you, Kristen. Always very good. Kristen, very concerned we didn't get the email this week. Yeah, she was. Which, two two you know, weeks, two weeks we didn't get the email. I mean, you know, we've screwed it up before, so I don't blame her. That's, I mean, we've screwed it up before is the unofficial motto of this program. Let's say hello to Scott in Rosemount. Scott, thanks for calling the show. How you doing? 
Good. How are you guys doing today? You know what? I'm Scott, to be honest, I had about six glasses of wine before the show, so I'm ready to rock. What do you think? Oh, nice. Yeah, see? That's exactly right. Collette is in Dayton. I may be exaggerating, Collette. It was more like five and a half. It wasn't six glasses of wine. I'm responsible, for goodness sakes. It's good to be you. <laughs> You know what? I say that to people all the time, and they're, you know, they they don't always agree with that. Oh, they're wrong. Yeah? Yeah. They are wrong. You have a good life. It's, yeah, I, you have a good life. I, I try to be very appreciative of it. There's no question. My life is pretty fun, Colette. Uh, how, how's life in Dayton? Um, quiet, chilly. I'm watching the snow melt a little bit, though. The sun, so the sun is doing its work for sure. Oh, it is. It is. It, it feels good. It's very nice. So, yeah. Sun is out. Scott, okay. Scott, how much snow did you get in Rosemount? Uh, probably about five and a half inches. Five and a half. Probably about the same in Dayton, Colette. Oh, I would say much less than that. Mm. Uh, three and a half, maybe four. Are you, like are you sure Scott just isn't using male measurement math where it's a little bit exaggerated? Oh, wait a minute now. I'm just saying. Yeah, yeah. Know. We all know how that goes. Uh, uh, you know how Scott is. I mean, <laughs> really. So. I, I always go uh, on, the, on the back uh, patio with my State Fair yardstick. That is the official measuring device of the DeRussia House. So that's how I get my reading. Very. Yours would be right then. Yeah, very, very official. All right, Scott and Collette, we are ready to play our game. You guys know how it works. We start with a survey of 100 people. One of you will give an answer between 0 and 100. The other will say higher or lower. The winner uh, gets control of the cards. So, Scott, the first question goes for you. Are you ready? Yeah, let's do it. We asked 100 dentists, do you brush after every meal? How many dentists say, of course I brush after every meal? Do you brush after every meal, Scott? Uh, yes, I do. Oh, you do? Oh, you guys. I do not. I brush after breakfast and then before I go to bed, twice a day. That's it for me. Dan? Uh, in the morning. And that's it. You're just one a day? Yeah, I try to do I got like a water pick that I'll try to use at night, oh, but yeah. I don't always remember, remember or yeah. make it a point. So, Huh? All right, Scott, what do you think? Dentists, though, I mean, you would expect a pretty big number here. What do you think? How many dentists say they brush after every meal? Yeah, I'll go with, uh, that's a tough one, I'll go with 72. Scott says 72. Collette, what do you think? Are, uh, how many Higher. times do you brush? Not as much as I should. <laughs> That's usually the answer I give the dentist. Do you so. lie at the dentist, Colette, or do you tell the truth? I lie. Yeah. We all do. I tell the truth yeah. because the dentist okay. always asks me, like, how many times a day do you floss? And I always respond. I'm like, well, I think you know. Take a look. <laughs> like, it's zero. You tell me this. It's zero. <laughs> we know the answer. I'm like, why do you guys ask me every time? You put it in the chart. It says that this guy doesn't floss. Uh, Colette, what do you think? Higher or lower than 72? Higher. Colette says Here's higher. why I would have said higher, too, because isn't, like, every toothpaste commercial ever, say, four out of five dentists recommend this? <laughs> yes, yes. So, I mean, shouldn't it just should be 80%? Be 80. Uh, like should everything? be 80. I'm just saying. The actual number in this survey is actually 72. Wow! Scott, you got it right oh. on the button. Gee. 
Oh, my. Very wow. rare. Have we ever had that happen? Uh, once before, one but only one time before, Scott. So wow. you're in rare, rare company. Well done, Scott. You get to pick uh, which card you, you want, the red or the blue. You want to know about Oh, go ahead, Scott. Actually, I played. Scott, Scott I played are you a dentist? <laughs> I, no, I actually, uh, I played this game once before a long, long time ago, and I got it right on. Whoa! So it's just it Scott. You. It's just Scott. Oh, my. Kara, uh, Collette, you're up against a ringer here. Wow. Oh, gee. All right. Pressure's on. The pressure's on. It uh, doesn't mean anything. No, no it Blue doesn't. Blue or red, Scott? Blue or red cards. What do you think? Uh, let's, let's go with Blue. Scott goes blue. Your opening card is a two. Nice start, Scott. Higher or lower? Uh, let's go higher. Got to go higher. And it is. It's a nine. Sort of a middling card. You can freeze or you can uh, go for it on the nine. What do you think? Ooh, uh, let's freeze on that one. All right. Scott wisely freezes on the nine. And we'll uh, give our next question to Colette. Colette. Red. All right. Yes. You, okay. you got it. You got it. <laughs> we asked 100 dads, have you ever yelled so loud while watching sports that you made your kid cry? <laughs> oh, no. How many Ooh. dads said yes? I have never. I have never. But uh, I, I'm trying oh. to think. I mean, I've spent a lot of time, a lot of time on the sidelines. I've seen some dads where I bet that kid did cry later. Maybe not during the game, but maybe later. What do you think? How many dads? Oh, how many oh gosh. Dads I'm going to go 35. 35. Percent. 35, yeah. says Colette. Scott, are you a dad, Scott? Uh, yes, I am. Have you ever uh, made a kid cry because of yelling on a sideline? Mm, only just yelling at them, probably. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's different. Yeah, that's... <laughs> What do you think, higher or lower than 35? Oh, God, I'm going to go lower. Scott says lower. The actual number who said, yep, I've yelled so loud I made my kid cry, was 52. What is the matter with these people? Actually, higher. Higher. What in the? That is, uh, you know, I mean, I'm a little concerned that my my brother-in-law and sister-in-law may be those parents. They're they're a little more competitive than Alyssa and I, but that's not saying much. We are not. Well, there's that. We are not very competitive. All right, Colette, you get control of the cards. Red, your opener is a nine. You can change the nine if you want, or you can play on it. What do you think? I'll change it. Colette changes the nine. Dan turns your nine into a four. A good change, Ooh. and now you get to go higher or lower. Higher. Higher than a four. Oh no, it's a four. It's a push. It's a push. And that means Scott is going to get a free chance at the cards. You get a free shot on a nine, uh, Scott. Nothing to lose here. Higher or lower than a nine. Oh, I get a free shot. Okay. Um, Let's go higher. Higher than a nine. Oh, it's a five. It is lower. So nobody makes any progress there. And that seems like as good a time as any to take a quick break. Scott in Rosemount, Colette in Dayton. Stand by. We'll keep playing Card Sharks, Card D Sharks, for copyright purposes. We do have a prize out of the Jason DeRussia gift card junk drawer. What random gift card with a potential random amount of money will you be winning? We'll find out if we continue our game next. 
Card D Sharks is in effect here on Drive Time with Russia. It's Friday. Glad to have you with us today. Three disasters and puppies coming up in 10 minutes. We'll talk about Caitlin Clark coming up at 530. But first, we're in the middle of a heated game. A one-card lead is all uh, that Scott and Rosemount has. Colette in Dayton is right there, too. So we move on to question number three, which goes to you, Scott. We asked good. 100 single straight men. If an attractive woman offered to take you on a five-star dream vacation, but you barely knew her, would you go? <laughs> How many men said, oh, I'll go on a vacation with this random attractive woman? Is oh, it, man. Right? Can you go over 100? <laughs> That's mm. what, when, when I was previewing this question with Dan, Dan was like, well, it's got to be 100. It's got to be 100. got to be 100. There are some, like, some people maybe who are, I, I don't know, wh- which is the more thoughtful response, which is the more intelligent response, I'm not sure. If I were a single, single guy? Sometimes you just got to take risks. But what if she's a killer? What if she's like some sort of psycho? It's probably a very small percentage of the time that's going to happen. So (laughs) sometimes you just got to take risks. I don't know. If someone's asking me to go on a vacation with them, you do have to question their judgment, I guess. Back in my single days, certainly. That's true. What do you think, Scott? Back in my single days. At that time, I would have been like 19. So you would have jumped all over the opportunity. Yeah, for sure. What do you think? How many out of 100, Scott, would say yes? Oh, that's a tough one. I'll go with uh, 81. 81, says Scott. Colette, what do you think? Lower. Colette says lower. The actual number is 67. It is a little bit lower. Bunch of liars. Yeah. I. You know, I mean... <laughs> going on a fight men we are really it's five stars jason come yeah on. we are we are very simple go wrong simple gender all right colette you've got a four what do you want to do higher or lower higher higher than a four it's a six nice you got that six you want to keep going or what do you think colette i'll keep going higher or lower than a six Higher. Higher than a six. It's a three. I'm sorry. These cards are brutal today. Brutal. Uh, Scott, you get another free shot on your nine. What do you want to do with that nine, higher or lower? Oh, man. Let's let's try higher on that nine again. Try it higher again. It's a two, Scott. Let me teach you something about the odds. <laughs> no go oh, twice, man. two times, Scott. You tried to go higher. I, I admire the I admire the courage, the dedication, the consistency. Man, I can't wait to change that nine. That'd be fantastic. Uh, well, try to get this question right. Here we go. This one goes to Colette. And Colette, this question is gonna be sudden death, I'm afraid, looking at the clock. Yeah, probably. So I'm I'm a heck of a sudden death here. I know. So whoever gets control of this question is in really good shape for the rest of the game. Colette, we asked 100 people, do you think it's stupid to applaud in a movie theater? How many said yes? You know that move. The end of the movie. Yay. Or the plane's landing. Oh, gosh. 66. 66, says Colette. Scott, what do you think? Higher or lower? Uh, she said 56. 6-6, six, six, she said. 
Oh, six six. Oh, that's got to be lower. You said six six, right, Colette? I did. Yeah, six six. All right, Scott says lower, and the actual number is forty five. It is lower. Oh. Almost a 50-50 on that one. Probably a lot of applauders in that. Yay. I, just for the record, I do think it is stupid to applaud in a movie theater. Dan? I, yeah. I don't mind it, but it I do think it's context. stupid. I've been in movie theaters where people have like cheered in the middle of a scene, and it was totally, it made sense. Yeah. But I think that's okay. Yeah. I'm more thinking at the, the end of the movie. If it's like the golf clap at the end of the movie, no. That's <laughs> no. All right, Scott, you have, uh, you have a great position here scott because in sudden death you can either try to play it out you can change your nine and then try to turn three cards if you make a mistake colette wins or you can pass it to colette she has this four but she has to run all four of the cards without making a mistake do you want to play or pass scott is she on her second card she's only turned one so she still has she has four to go you have three to go and she cannot change the four. I'll pass it. Yeah, I would pass it too. Colette, you're in control of your own destiny. You ready for this? Okay. You got the I'm four, ready. higher or lower? Higher. Higher than a four? It's an ace. All right. Higher or lower? Lower. Lower than an ace. It's a 10. Colette, two more cards to go. Can you do it? You're on a 10. Higher or lower? Lower. Lower than a 10. It's a nine. Oh, the the brutal nine. One card separating Colette from victory. Colette, if you call this right, you win an, a gift card of undetermined value from my junk drawer. And if, I hope it's for a toothbrush. <laughs> and if you call it wrong, Scott in Rosemount wins. Colette, higher or lower than a nine? Lower. Lower than a nine. Oh, it's a ten. Scott, you you did it. Colette, you almost ran the table. You almost ran. You know what? I just, I collected. Can I give them both a gift card from my junk drawer, Dan? I have a lot of gift cards. I have a lot of gift cards. Oh, that's super. Scott, you're going to get the better gift card. Colette, you're going to get the most random gift card I can find. All right. <laughs> you both were so fun. It. Scott, congratulations. Nice job. Yay. We clap. Thank you. Scott. Uh, go brush now. Yeah. Go brush. Colette. Colette, very fun. Both of you stay on the line. Talk to Dan. He'll get your information. That is how we play Card D Sharks, brought to you by my gift cards in my junk drawer. Coming up, three disasters and puppies, plus Girl Scout cookies raising uh, the price. Are you still in or out? We'll talk about it as we continue on a Friday drive time on CCO. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Dan Cook, do we need disasters more than ever before, you think? No? I, I don't. I, that's, <laughs> I, you stunned me with that question. I don't yeah. even know how to respond. Yeah. Well, you, it sort of ruins the bit if we don't have disasters, Jason. I yeah. Mean. Well, you have you have sort of made it your 
you have two signature segments on our show. Yes. One where you deliver hope, optimism, spiritual insight with the Monday message. And then on Friday, you tell us how the world is coming. You're going to try and ruin your life. Well, look, I mean, the point of this segment isn't to ruin anybody's life. It is to say there's a lot of disastrous stories out there, but we are redeemed Mm. by the wonder of puppies. Puppies are great. And you, as you know, I spent a little time cuddling with puppies this week. You did. I saw that. I was very jealous. Which is a little out of maybe off brand for me. Puppy lover, animal lover. Is that what you, when you think Derusha, do you think puppy cuddler? I mean, like in your morning show, guys, I could see you cuddling puppies. I don't, it's not wow, that off brand. Wow, wow. I'm saying, you know, yeah. that's kind of what you guys. Friendly. Yeah. I'm your morning TV yeah. buddy. Bring a little sunshine into people's lives. Puppies, of course I love yeah. them. And in this show, it's a slightly different. Day. No, it's a complete disaster. Yeah. So yeah, let's start with disaster number one. Disaster number one, Jason. Have you heard of the Alaska pox? No. Oh, it's a thing. And a man from the Kenai Peninsula died in late January from the Alaska pox, according to the Alaska State Health Department. Now, he was immunocompromised, but he's the first known person to die from this particular virus. It was discovered in the state in 2015 and is related to other orthopox viruses like smallpox, cowpox, and monkeypox. Are you seeing a pattern here? Pox. A pox on all of us. Epidemiologist Dr. Julia Rogers, who works for the Federal Centers for Disease Control and Prevention and is assigned to the Alaska Division of Public Health, says the virus primarily infects animals. Orthopox viruses are zoonotic viruses, meaning that they circulate primarily within the animal, animal populations with spillover into humans occasionally. Uh, she says that she expects any Alaska pox infections to remain rare, and it's unlikely that someone who is not immunocompromised would die from the virus. She said there's no evidence of person-to-person transmission. Only six people have been confirmed to have Alaska pox cases. They're all in the Fairbanks, Alaska area, and all of the previous infections have been from contact with animals. The state has tested small mammals, anim- uh, small mammals for the virus and found it mostly in red voles and squirrels. Yeah. Because there are so few cases, epidemiologists don't know exactly how people can get the virus. But the epidemiologist says it's likely transmitted by direct contact with an infected animal. Alaska pox. Sounds awful. Sounds terrible. Wouldn't you be mad? Like, is this mean to Alaska to name the pox after the state? I mean, you know, we got all mad when the president called it the China virus. So I don't know. I mean, that's the thing, right? Weird. All right. Number two. Disaster number two. You've heard of the Sharknado. Yeah. But have you heard of the mosquito NATO? No. That's right. Uh, mosquito some, NATO? Some residents of India have compared a site of what looks like a tornado, uh, have compared the site of these <laughs> mosquito swarms to what looks like a tornado, while others have warned that the quantity of biting insects poses a serious danger due to the diseases that they spread. Many have been unable to leave their homes in this Pune area, the city of Pune in India. Uh, they've been able, unable to leave their homes while children are not permitted to spend time in gardens or parks. Okay. According to local media, the increase in mosquito numbers around the area is due to the rise in water levels at the local river, which I can't pronounce. That's <laughs> providing damp conditions that are needed for the insects to thrive. A local resident said, recently I've seen a lot of mosquitoes. For three or four days, there have been a tornado of mosquitoes here. Oh my. There have been a lot of problems, and the locals are having difficulties due to this. 
Of course, mosquitoes are responsible for the spread of several potentially fatal tropical diseases, including malaria, dengue, and well, yellow fever. Yeah, now you gotta gotta ruin have the dengue fever bit. in there. Yeah. Uh, they're considered the de- uh, get this mosquitoes are considered the deadliest creature on the planet. Really, and according to some estimates, may have killed half of all the humans who have ever lived. What? That's what this wow. article says. Where did where was this? It's a city called Pune, P-U-N-E, and it's in India. Mosquito NATO is disaster number that two. Seems awful. When you look at the pictures of it's, it, it's it's a thing, man. Freaky. It is a thing. Huh. All right. So we got the Alaska Alaska pox, pox and the, the mosquito, mosquito NATO. NATO is our third disaster, some sort of weird word combination again? No, it's not. Okay. But it is out of Australia, where a lot of disasters come oh, from, as yeah. you well know. Good, Jason. Good day. Good day, mate. An Australian man nearly missed Crikey. out. Nearly missed out on a $1.8 million jackpot when he sent his winning lottery ticket through the spend cycle. Yeah. Quote, I, I saw this. One. I forgot to take the ticket out of my trousers and put it in the washing machine, the man who asked to remain anonymous said. I bet he did, yeah. Thankfully, he was able to rescue the winning ticket in a mad dash after realizing his fatal mistake. He said, after five minutes, I realized and stopped the washing machine to grab the ticket. (laughs) Fortunately, it was still safe. He was able to cash in the win at Lottery West, a Western Australia Lottery Commission, becoming one of only seven Division I Super Draw winners across the Pacific nation. Wow. They say, for this player, it all came out in the wash okay. Okay. How old do you think this this is? Broski this ding was. dong, yeah, uh, it's got to be like it's gotta be twenty-seven. Say, it's got to right? be a younger dude, like, yeah, probably right. Not used to doing the the laundry. That is uh, one point eight million, and you put it in the washer. I mean, that how many how many people do you think that has happened to here? You got to think. I'm sure it's happened because a handful. Right? Those unclaimed every year. There's yeah, always yeah, a yeah. million dollars or so. Yeah. That some goofball doesn't claim because, you know, lost the ticket. There you go. Those those disasters, honestly, they weren't that bad. They weren't that disastrous. <laughs> We're going to Fort Myers. I'm trying to play it a little bit. All right. Hope, I, you know? That's good. Right? I right? mean, if you're a little down by the Mosquito NATO or the Alaska Pox or... God, that Mosquito NATO sounds nasty. Yeah. Uh, so if you're down, what you need... Hey, did you know that uh, Minnesota's state bird... Is the mosquito? Did you know that? (laughs) What you need after a bad joke like that is a dose of puppies. Okay. Jason, the South Bend Police Department says that the dog that was found with a zip tie securely secured tightly around its snout last week has officially been adopted by Officer Stephanie Northcutt. Officer Northcutt says she knew the moment she laid eyes on the pup that he was a perfect addition to her family. The police department said in a Facebook post, the dog, now named Zeus. Spent some time bombing, bonding with Northcutt's other dogs before, B- officer, bonding, you say? Bonding uh-huh. before officer Northcutt made it official with the folks of the South Bend Animal Resource Center. Okay. Team at the Resource Center says it's unlikely Zeus will suffer any long-term physical effects from his injuries and is doing extremely well. Aww. Now, he's actually, Zeus is actually the second dog that Northcutt has rescued while she's on the job. She joked with the dispatchers at the local 911 that they should stop sending her on animal calls because she's going to run out of room at her house. Mm. As a final kind gesture, Officer Northcutt is planning to sponsor two other adoptions at the Animal Resource Center after seeing how deeply the story affected the community. That's pretty sweet. Yeah. Isn't that nice? How about naming a dog Zeus? That just seems a little ominous to me, but, you know, that's cool. (laughs) And you know what else we've got this week, Jason? What? 
Bonus puppies. Oh, bonus puppies. Are before you mo- yeah. move on to that, yeah. like, are we a little concerned about the intestinal fortitude of this officer? Right, like at a certain point, like, yeah, you're going to be sent out to like some sad. You can't adopt all the puppies. Apparently, she's trying. Maybe, maybe, maybe she's trying. All right, very nice. Uh, there's also a, a puppy that's gone viral. Okay, as you well know, Jason, being the puppy expert that you are, not right. all dog breeds are vocal. True. But huskies are notoriously amongst the loudest pups, even though they sometimes may trick you into believing that they're quiet. This particular dog owner has left the Internet in stitches after saying that she adopted the, quote, quietest husky of his litter. That didn't really go as planned. Mm. She posted on TikTok. It's also been on Instagram, showing a clip of the pup named Takani behaving like a good boy right after being adopted, followed by a clip of him now, and he sounds like this. Okay, that's not him, but this. (laughs) 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 Oh, my. I mean, I couldn't make that the main puppy story, but I had to play that audio for you. That's Um, amazing. Takani was quiet until he learned he had a voice, (laughs) and that voice was loud. Yeah. Uh, And when they brought Takani home at nine weeks old, he quickly learned how to howl from his older sister. But took it to a whole new level. Oh my gosh, uh, that is amazing! Isn't that incredible? Just one more time. We got to just you know. Yeah. Poster says that Takani is not the no. definitely not the quiet one no. in the pack. Uh, he makes sure to share his scream howls daily. <laughs> <laughs> that is amazing. Isn't that incredible? We the dog we adopted also like the note at the shelter. You know, you get like the notes about here's what. And Baxter, it said, can be vocal. Oh. And we were like, all right, well, let's try to get him to make some noise, right? So we tried. We're like, oh, let's we'll leave him alone or whatever. Yeah. Never barked. And we were like, yeah, yeah, seems fine. And then we brought him home and seemed fine. And then we left our condo and saw a note when we came home about our dog that wouldn't stop yelping the whole oh, time we were gone. Oh, no. Yeah. Hoodwinked, we, uh, hoodwinked by the shelter again. They, they, uh, they'll do that once in a while. The last dog that we had when I was a kid, uh, before I moved out to go to college, uh, was listed at the, I don't forget what it was, pet store or shelter, wherever we got it from, it was listed as a poodle mix. And by the time we got it to the vet, the vet looks at us and says, I, I mean, this dog's mom might have seen a poodle at some point in her life, but this dog's going to be <laughs> several sizes larger than a poodle. And he was. Very good. Nice job, Dan. Thank, Thank you. you. That's three disasters in puppies. At various times during our Friday show every week. 448, Girl Scout cookies, they raise the price. I, what's your favorite Girl Scout cookie? 651-461-9226. We'll talk about the new price when we come back. I don't really care how much the Girl Scouts charge for cookies. I'm going to buy them. Do I like Girl Scout cookies? Not really. They're fine. They're fine. Is it jerky to say that Girl Scout cookies are overrated from a from a cookie standpoint? I think they're overrated. I, I don't know that it's jerky. It it brings it's your taste into, into question. <laughs> I don't think they're that good, it's and I don't care. Like, I don't care. It's not about that. It's You're about right. It support. Isn't about it's about supporting young women. 
It's about giving girls a chance to, like, learn what it's like to go knock on a door and ask somebody for a sale. It's but it's not. I mean, entrepreneurship. Not as, it's business training. It's all of that. They're not wildly popular for that reason, though. And they are wildly popular. They're wild, wildly popular because they're available for a limited time. That's what I think. I don't think it's because. Well, so is the McRib, but it's not as popular as uh, Girl Scout cookies. Is it? No. Maybe. It's not. It's not. Might be. It's also not ribs, but that's a whole other <laughs> point is the Girl Scout cookies of Minnesota have raised their price one dollar. We, we did a we did a, a de rush hour news item about a new in New York City. They've raised them to seven dollars a box. Yeah. Here they've gone from five to six. Uh, they were Which, they were at five dollars since 1980 or since uh, 2019. You go down the uh, cookie aisle at the grocery store. Yeah, six bucks is not out of line. I think it's fine. It's fine, especially mm-hmm. given all the other stuff that you. It's make. for the other stuff. Thin mints, properly rated. Fantastic to use, Chad. Should we use Chad's uh, uh, voting why technique? Not? He Thin rips mints. off everybody else's stuff, so why not? <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I would say those are are properly rated. Yes. Um, What's the coconut wife? They changed the name. It was Samoa. Well, you're Samoa. like, which which, which one is us? <laughs> right? Because it, we're the caramel delights. Okay. Those are In some here. areas, it's Samoa. Right. There are two bakeries that bake these things. And so the different Girl Scout councils kind of hire whichever bakery they want. Seems I think it's sort of geographically. Unnecessarily confusing. But okay. So the recipes are slightly different. You know, who cares? I like a caramel delight. They're great. Uh, they they came out with these lemonades last year. Yeah, they're fine. Not as much. Like, here's my problem with the Girl Scout cookie. And again, here's the thing. <laughs> Texter saying caramel delights are too busy. Oh come on. Well, I mean, there's a lot going on there. I, caramel, coconut, and a cookie. I mean, how much? Or a little bit of fudge. What, and so, what? caramel, fudge. Coconut, whatever the cookie flavor is. Come on. Buy the cookies. I worry a little bit at six bucks a crack that people, instead of spending 20 bucks and buying four, will buy only three at six. So buy four. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 